Okay, welcome to Campfire Chronicles episode 19. We've got the whole gang here. <laughs> it's always sunny in Columbus. <laughs> yes, today is the day after Christmas. Is it it's, not? it's Boxing Day. Oh, okay. Boxing. Why did you shave your beard? I think that's the first question people should ask. Oh, because it just... Because <laughs> you got a lot of positive <laughs> feedback on that. Wait, really? That yeah. Oh. Is that your beard? Or what? The last podcast. I, mean, I don't know that podcast. I would call it a beard, but I just I got a little... It just stops, you know? It stagnated. <laughs> the thing is about Asians and beards is that what you saw in him was about as much as it was good. Right, be. yeah. No, like, I... So I, I shaved... Or I left it unshaved for almost the entire month of November. Um, and I think around, like, week two, it just... <laughs> You saw my beard when I first came here, it was a lot bigger than this. Yeah. Yeah. So. And then I accidentally, the, uh, the, the guard on the razor slipped from 11 millimeters to 3 millimeters. Uh, and I was like, ooh, doesn't look right. So okay, so today we're here to talk about New Year's. <laughs> New Year's. That's a very interesting topic. <laughs> we're not going to talk about that. Uh, today we're here to talk about New Year's resolutions or what you did in 2017 that you're proud of or not proud of, and just your thoughts on the end of the year. I'm proud of nothing. <laughs> so I guess we can talk about the channel a little bit. We went to Mount Whitney. We went to Germany. And that's all I remember, actually. We didn't go anywhere else. <laughs> like, not much to think about. Picture Rocks. New River Gorge. Yeah, Picture Rocks not out yet, though. Yeah. Oh. New River Gorge. Yeah. New River Gorge was in springtime last year, so that was almost like yeah. 10 months ago. Wow. That's weird how quickly that goes by. That, when we got back from that trip was when we saw the Star Wars trailer. The, the oh, first yeah. yeah it's yeah, weird how long it's been. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know. My New Year's resolutions, I think, is like to continue to attempt to fix my sleep schedule and try not to fail every time. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, right. That well, I, I had a New Year's resolution for like the past three years to go to bed at 11. And I realized that the problem with that is that that's not really in your control because it's like a hormonal thing. Like you can go to bed at 11 every night, but some nights you're going to be just lying in bed for like two or three hours just trying to go to bed. So instead I'm like trying to transition my resolutions from something that I can't really control into something like instead eating right and getting up at the right time so that the 11 p.m. bedtime happens more naturally rather than trying to force it. I do want to try reading more, like maybe an hour every day or something. Mm -hmm. well, let me ask you guys this question. Do you think New Year's resolutions are worth making? and Do you make them? I don't think you need New Year's to make a resolution, but if that's going to be the motivator, it works for some, so who am I to say it doesn't? Yeah, so you don't make resolutions? Yeah, I, I try and you know I try and use the time of year to kind of think about what I've done and how I could improve myself, but I, you know, it's, it's more of an ongoing thing. I think the worst thing to do is say, okay, it's the beginning of the new year, I'm going to lose weight, because everyone else is going to be doing that. Mm -hmm. <coughs> I think you should, you know, if you want to lose weight, definitely go lose weight, but don't let that be a seasonal thing, or like, don't, like, okay. I'm going to give myself three months, and then I'm going to start losing weight. You know, if that's important to you, then you should start doing it. Yeah, I just feel like the, the year is like such a nice round, like, new start. Mm -hmm. that I think yeah. it's like, I, I don't know, I think it's useful as a motivating tool to like start on the new year. No, I think it's good to have like times in your life where you're, you're like, okay, this is when I'm going to, like, I mean, it's bad if you keep doing that and you keep doing stuff up. But it, I think it's there's nothing wrong with like having a period in your life where you're like, okay, I want to really try to make a change. And if it's New Year's, who cares? Like, yeah. Maybe people are like, I don't know. Do people like joke about New Year's resolutions and like? Well, I just yeah. I just think it's funny yeah. because like when my mom and I have we have the Zumba studio every year, like clockwork, January, February, and March were just our busiest times. Mm -hmm. People just continually make those resolutions, but they never stick with them. And we all know that we don't stick with them, but we keep making the resolutions anyway. We, we should have a quarter year resolution. <laughs> that's, you know, that's not a bad no. idea. I'm looking, uh, so I'm, I'm moving back home and I'm, I'm quitting my job in February, but I'm using that time, using a month period after that just to kind of think about who I am, where I am, and try and make changes within that month period of just unemployment. Well, actually, why don't you go talk about the reasons for why you're moving back if you care to share them? Um, I'm, uh, I just want to go back to school, I think. Yeah, I think I'm at a good point in 
my career where I'm looking at it. I'm in the industry that I love, but it's not, it's tough. I'm in the industry that I love, but what I'm doing, it's, it's something I thought I wanted to do, and the more I do it, the more I realize that I think somebody else could do a better job, and I think my skills could be used elsewhere. But uh, in order to do that, i got to go back to school for uh, MBA. He also misses chumming around with all of us. I do. <laughs> That's the real reason. <laughs> yeah. We added you to the intro. You did? Yeah. Oh, I was so touched by that. <laughs> it sounded sarcastic. Well, but I really remove him from the intro. No, it sounded sarcastic, but it really was. It's just like every time Thomas does something we don't like, we should threaten him with something. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you remove you from the intro. I'm over the delete button. Every time I do something, you're like, oh, you want me to add you in the profile picture? <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess we should do that. <laughs> we, gotta, we gotta figure something out. Yeah. You made me take a picture today. Actually, yeah, no, because the you know that thumbnail for our trailer with the three of us we could have. Oh yeah, we could do like a Voltron thing where it does a split screen <laughs> and we just are each like, we could like wear different like Power Rangers uh, outfits. Star Wars <laughs> style poster like that would be great. That'd be cool. Just put Thomas's head on BB-8. <laughs> BB-8. <laughs> Everything's drifting to Star Wars. <laughs> Every conversation. Okay, well, I mean, we can talk about that if you guys want to. Yeah. No, no. Let's say that for another time. I think if you want to, you want to watch our thoughts on Star Wars, check out Robbie's channel. Yeah, because I want to get in depth. Yeah, <laughs> Star Wars. That's going to be spoiler. Yeah, spoiler heavy. Spoiler heavy. heavy. Well, <laughs> no, no, you know, I think, uh, I mean, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, like, I feel like I, I've probably got more resolutions floating around my head. I just don't want to share them because I don't want people to know yeah. how inadequate of a human being I am. <laughs> no, I think that's the same here. Same here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Share your inadequacies makes you more human. Yeah. Well. I mean, I'll share my inadequacies first. <laughs> I have a question. <laughs> Is is being neater among any of those resolutions? <laughs> sure, yeah. No, I, think, I think in general, just like uh, Thomas, you are. It's <laughs> <laughs> just sitting right here for the last week. Actually, was that? It was here. It might be a different camp. Okay, if this is, I eat sardines a good amount. I'll, I'll give you. <laughs> okay, well, I see some sriracha in there, and I feel like I might have done that yesterday. <laughs> well, well, the beer cans that were there a week ago are still there. In fact, those are probably the two weeks at this point. Yeah. You got some balsamic. Okay, well, I'll share my hand. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, the thing that I'm just trying to do in general is to, like, I found that I can get the most, like, you know how you always make, like, these resolutions, like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, but then when push comes to shove, you just don't feel like doing it? The, the main thing that I've found to actually make those things happen is to just focus on my health. Like, if I just focus on my health, those things come naturally. Mm -hmm. Like, motivation to do things, that comes about when I'm well-rested, I've, I've had enough to eat that's not low-quality crap that just makes me feel like more crap. And it makes it so much easier to just do, like, things. Like, like you know how, like, when you go, you lie in bed at night and you're like, oh, I'm going to do this. And you get, like, these great ideas and you're all motivated. It's always at night. Yeah, yeah you're always. motivated in bed, but then as soon as you get up in the morning, you're just like... That, yeah, that motivation is gone. And I feel like if you can keep your health good, is good the right word there? Well, health, well, if your you health is good, healthy. yes, if you keep yourself healthy, <laughs> then during the day you'll actually have that motivation to do things. Yeah. I, I feel like a lot of it is also just doing small things and trying to fall into a pattern of it. Oh, yeah. Like, like, get into a, the inertia of like. Yeah. I think the key is to get out of the inertia of the Yeah, yeah. Bad. You're, you're lucky that I'm coming back with my cattle prod and <laughs> coming, knocking on your house every day saying, all right, what are we, we going to do today? <laughs> Got six months of me doing <coughs> Yeah, so you're moving back. I'm moving, I'm moving back. Uh, I got a few different uh, New Year's resolutions, even though I just said that. Well, whatever. Um, one of them is to work on the channel almost full-time between when I quit my job and when I started school. Okay. When are you starting school? August. August. Oh, okay, so you got a lot of time. I got okay. six months of fun employment for focusing on the channel here. That'd be great, yeah. So, 
Hopefully we'll get some more Andrew content, more Brian content. So do we have a, like, <coughs> idea? Like, we always do one big trip every year. Do you have an idea of what you guys want to do for the big trip next oh, year? I do. Well, don't we have one kind of? The China one? Yeah. So, I mean, that's a big trip, but Thomas isn't going on that. Oh, oh you're, you're just talking about it. Okay. Yeah. I don't think we've officially, like, discussed or agreed on one. Yeah, no, I, I think, we, I think well. we should go to Greenland. Uh, oh, yeah, sorry, Iceland. Iceland. Oh, Iceland. yeah, yeah, that's all the Go to Cleveland, 350 bucks for a two-way plane ticket. That's so weird. Why is it so cheap? Because it's cheaper. The cheapest thing about going to Iceland is going to Iceland. Oh. Everything else is expensive? That's what they say, but I think we can do a smart job of camping. And we should watch Syntax's video, because he went to Iceland. Did he go to Iceland? Oh. Yeah. All right. I know some people who've done this, too, for some tips. Mm. I really want to get, I think... A lot of my New Year's resolution has to do with the channel and getting a lot more exposure out there. Because yeah. I, I, I feel like one of the things that we as Adventure Archives could do is make more content on a regular yeah. basis, and we were talking about that. Um, but it's one thing to keep making the content, but someone's got to push out and make connections. And uh, you know, I think there's some possibilities out there with PBS, with certain brands out there that we can we could reach. And, and say, hey, we got some good stuff. I think if we make more videos, I mean, we were talking about this earlier, if we make more videos that are actually catered to what people watch on YouTube, like top 10 lists, <laughs> top five lists, and those type of things. Because like, the videos are really cool to watch, but they're not the type of thing that somebody would go out of their yeah, way yeah. to clickbait right into it. You know? <laughs> Get reeled into it. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember back when we started the channel and we had the side videos? We were like, we were like, how do we get more clicks? And we were like, we're going to put red arrows in the thumbnail <laughs> yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I tried that on one episode, yeah. <laughs> now I see that, like, now I notice that a lot in mm -hmm. certain, like, people's videos. I'm like, wow, people really do believe that, don't they? It works. It's I mean, funny. like, the, the, we were talking about clickbait last night uh, during Christmas, and my sister-in-law was talking about some sort of how I met your mother clickbait that she actually start, accidentally started reading. And I was like, you know, like, I would click on a How I Met Your Mother clickbait, and I've never even seen the show. <laughs> like, the clickbait is so effective, you're like, oh, yeah, I want to know why he didn't date that one girl. <laughs> but, you know, it's kind of scummy, too, in a way. It's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. But, and that's, that's kind of one of my New Year's resolutions is, like, all right, you can play, a, you can play life fair, but if everyone else is going to play scummy... <laughs> Well, no, I mean, what how are you, you, you going to do? New Year resolution. <laughs> Be more scummy. <laughs> it's gonna, we're going to hoodwink people, but hoodwink them in a good way. Okay. So we're going to hoodwink you into watching the video. One, thing you'll, worth your one time. thing you'll know for sure is that you won't have to sift through, like, a minute of, like, introduction in our Yeah, videos. yeah. Because so many times you click something and someone in the comments is like, okay, this is when you find out what the yeah. title was. It's like, yeah. yo, what up, my boy Andrew here. Uh, you know, we're going to talk about our favorite to the poplar. We can get to 30,000 likes on this video. That would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> they do do that. I don't think we, we don't even get 30,000 views. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, we do. Not on our side videos. Oh, on our side videos. Side videos. <laughs> Which, by the way, that confuses me. You know, we, we put up side videos all the time. Oh, yeah, that is a good question. And it's like, you know, and, and I'm not complaining or anything, but why why do those side videos only hit 8,000? And I think I found the answer to this, by the way. While our full episodes, you know, Whitney's already at like 30,000. What is the answer? Almost 30,000. The sharing. I think people are more likely to share the full videos, like post them on Facebook, post them on... Mm -hmm. um, but like Kurt River, Kurt River was a basically an episode. Yeah. It's not as long. I know. I'm, I'm really curious. Why like, yeah. that... I'm okay. Yeah, no. We should ask them to yeah. comment about yeah. like what. What about the channel makes you gravitate more towards the full episodes? If that's the case with you, at least, if you're watching this podcast, it's probably you'd probably just watch all. Of them. And and according to YouTube, that doesn't make sense because our side videos are between five and ten minutes. Yeah, those are like that's like the perfect. I feel like the titles aren't that different. Yeah. It's like one theory I had is maybe our layout of the channel has more influence than I realized. Like people know that oh. we're about the full episode, but I don't know. Well, I just feel like the full episodes is like the bread and butter. Like, if I were watching this channel, that's what I would be most excited right. about. Like, the side videos, like, oh, it's just a side video. Sure. I would say it's because, well, this is what I've always thought. It's just that the stuff we do in the full episodes just have more searchability. And that's really the main thing is that, uh, like, 
you know, people aren't going to search for our podcast as much. They're not going to search. Well, for a podcast, of course. Well, yeah, yeah, no, but, but I mean, I'm just like just any other hiking video, like the uh, the the, the Sierra video. The Sierra is a big click, clickable word, and yeah, I I think uh, and I'll the first to admit it that it might be just because it's a me video. It doesn't have the rest of you guys, and that itself is a deterrent. Nuclear deterrence. I don't mean I don't mean to say that in a self-deprecating way, but it's you know it's it's just not as interesting when it's just one person. But uh, you know the, the clickability is there. Sierra, it has fallen the Sierra. I thought that that would have been bigger. And you know our subscribers like might just know about navigating the channel. They might have more of an influence than we realize. Because maybe I mean I still think. My, my, my biggest belief is just that it comes down to searchability. Even even if you think something has searchability, it's just so hard to predict. Because um, like when you look at other people's YouTube channels, people who upload a lot of videos consistently, like just for example, I was looking at some some YouTube or some channel last night, and it's, it was complete, it's completely unrelated to hiking or anything, but it was like about Destiny, and it was about this guy who uploads Destiny videos, and a lot of his and it's basically gameplay. Like he he does a lot. He's he's like really good at the game. And he does some of the hardest content. Like Andrew understands this, but he was doing like the Prestige Nightfall solo. Okay, and those videos get like twenty thousand views compared to his other regular videos, where it'd be just him doing like normal stuff, like talking about the missions or something like that, and that'd be like eight thousand views. So, so I mean, maybe, yeah, so maybe people really notice like the content that stands out, or something. Maybe, yeah. It's more searchable. I don't know. I but his thumbnails were all exactly the same. You know, the, the only difference in the thumbnail is the text on it. Well, I mean, that's ones. a more interesting video so, to watch. Prestige Nightfall yeah, solo. Yeah, so I'm saying like... Just yeah, random yeah. mission solo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like... It, you know, because well, like, his, his subscriber count wasn't 20,000. So it was just like, I guess, hmm. searchability makes a huge difference. No, I, I think it just makes sense that the videos are better. Like our full episodes are just better videos than side videos. Yeah. Like, you know, except for Kern River, that, I mean, that's yeah, pretty see, that's much indistinguishable yeah. from a full episode, I feel like, but, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, you, like, you think Kern River by now would have... Uh, it's always like, a mystery. Well, because, like, even our, our most, um, like, the, the episodes we do that are at the most, like, weird locations, like, what's the word? I don't know. But anyway, those usually, like, rack up 20,000 views in a couple weeks. Mm -hmm. Whereas like Kern River, you'd think wouldn't be that different in terms of it just broke yeah. ten thousand. Right. So that, wow. that that can be a good segue into the next thing, which is all right. So we have our full episodes, which people seem to like. We have our side videos, which you know I'm not gonna say no one likes, but you know, <laughs> fewer people like. <laughs> what other what other videos can we make that people out there would be interested in seeing? Yeah, I guess that's the question we'd have to ask them. What do you want to watch? Because I mean, we can try making gear videos. We don't love making gear videos, but. You very much dislike making videos, actually. <laughs> um, you know, we, we're, we, we talked about making some food videos, you know, recipe videos and stuff. Your uh, camera review video is actually like the second most popular video on our channel. Yeah, well that, that's the one time in my life that I said, I'm going to make this video, mm -hmm. and I know for a fact it's going to get 100,000 views. Mm -hmm. It's got over 200,000 now, but that's also not our channel's for content, so yeah. I doubt the people who are subscribed want more camera reviews. Mm -hmm. That's just a special one-off case, but but you know, I, maybe I don't know. We've talked. We've also talked about adding like the top five lists. Yeah, top five places in Ohio to go camping. I want to do a, uh, a, a like how to hike in Los Angeles because everyone goes to the same two places, Running Canyon and the Hollywood Sign, and they're like, okay, those places are great, but there's so many more places out there, and I got to show people where those places are. Because no one else seems to. Actually, one thing we could mention is because if I were watching right now, the one thing I would be thinking is, well, why don't you just make more full episodes? Mm -hmm. Why don't we? The deterrent, or not deterrent, but the reason why, at least for me, we don't make more is because it's really creatively taxing just totally disregarding how hard it is to schedule everybody yeah. to do a trip. Mm -hmm. So, like, doing one trip a month, I think we can get up to that yeah. pace. We were at there for a while, and then I don't know what happened. But, like, <laughs> <clears throat> the week or week and a half of editing and writing music mm -hmm. is just once you're done with that, you're like, I can't look at this for like at least a week or two. Yeah, yeah. So to like to do two a month, 
just like I don't think we can ever get. To we don't that. even like we watch the episode like once or twice after we're done, and then yeah. after that we just like don't even watch. It. Yeah, like, no. like, <laughs> <laughs> like I might watch scenes, but like yeah, yeah. when we first started making videos, like after we finished, I'd watch them over and over again. Yeah. But now well, it's like I'll watch it once and I'm like I'm good. Oh, I would say to be fair that when you guys edit the full videos, you like oh, you go you damn. like burn yourself <laughs> like you go like you know. 18 hours a day or I mean, I don't know any other way to do it. Because if it well, takes no, a week saying, of burning yourself out to do one episode, how could we, how could we moderate that and, and increase the pace? You know I mean? Well, I mean, like, your schedule, from what I've noticed, is, like, your schedule really doesn't follow, like, I don't know. It just seems like, because since you don't live here, like, you don't live near us. Right. Most of the time, you come over here, and then you only have a very limited amount of time. So you guys don't <laughs> well, cram as much in there. But I feel like if the ability for you to, like, like this is just all hypothetical, but right. it's, like if you guys live together, right, then you could like do like a normal like six like work for six hours, like a like a kind of a semi-normal work schedule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you would feel less burned out because you'd be on a rhythm. Yeah. You know, rather than mm -hmm. suddenly for a week, you're just non-stop, you know, cramming things into this that's video, true, yeah. so... That's kind of what I want to do with Andrew, and you when, when I get here, I'm like, okay, well, I got nothing to do today, you know, we don't have to make full episodes, but why don't we go out and just shoot some, shoot some, some, shoot some random stuff, try out some of those other videos we were just talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, no, maybe it is possible that we could... I just don't know. One every two weeks, though, just seems like a full episode. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. No, no, I mean, no, just no. like like you said, just the logistics of planning. Yeah. Well, actually, on sort of a similar topic, I know me and Tom's were talking about this, but like I've always wanted to do. Like I remember way back when I had the idea for like an urban episode or something. I don't think that would actually fit, but like you were talking about how it'd be cool to do some sort of video where we go places and we actually like talk to people and like yeah. explore up things outside of just purely wilderness back then. It's, it's adventure archives, it's not hiking archives. Right. Yeah. And well, sorry, no, 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 I, I love hiking and I think that hiking should be the bread and butter of the show, but I, I like the idea of going to some of, you know, when, when, we go, when we drive to Hockey Hills and we look at like an interesting town that's like way off in the distance and you know, I've always wanted to go there and find out what's, who's, who's at the bar. Um, it could be its own series, but it, yeah. it'd still be like a meaty piece of content. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, because it's so interesting to hear what other people have to say. And like, there's so many, there's so many shows out there where people go to New York or LA or San Francisco, and everyone goes to those places. Why do people go to just towns no one ever seems to notice? That's mm -hmm. something we could totally do. I actually think urban ar archives could totally fit yeah. the channel. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, people might say like, no, I want outdoors wilderness but like they also haven't seen what we could do with the archives. Yeah. And also if they don't like it. They don't have to watch it. They don't have to watch it. It's not like we're compromising other videos for the sake of these videos. Yeah. I mean that would also help with burnout as well. Mm -hmm. Because it'd be a different type of video from doing yeah, yeah. hiking videos. And be a different type of music and stuff too, because like that's like the big create like when I say creatively taxing like music is like what I'm talking about. Like editing is like that's very just put it in place, but like writing music is just so exhausting. You know what would be cool for the urban archives, urban archives videos too, would be guest musicians. Oh, Because yeah. we wouldn't have to, you know, I know you like to keep the hiking videos to like pretty close to the chest on the music. Yeah, platform. yeah, yeah. But if for the urban ones, you know, we have messages kind of, not all the time, but I'm sure if we opened it up a little bit more, we get some decent up and coming artists locally. Yeah, um, I know. Who would just want, want to put your stuff out there. And, I'm happy to put that out there. Yeah. Well, that's our next, our next pilot. <laughs> yeah. No, it's funny. Actually, uh, Good Mythical Morning, a really big YouTube channel, they just switched to this four-episode format where they release four videos every day. And, like, the show only got better as far as I was concerned. But the comments, like, people were like, at, at the beginning, I think people adjusted to it. But they were like, oh, God, I don't like this. This is so different from the original blah 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 and I think whenever you do anything new even if it's like still the same yeah. thing it's like there will be that resistance we got um whether it's a uh, YouTube channel or a, a an eighth episode of the Star Wars series you try something <laughs> yeah exactly people aren't gonna like it on that current river video we got some comments saying like 
that somebody didn't like it, it felt too much like an Anthony Bourdain show. And I was like, I, I will take that as a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> there's well, some Anthony This is a total side note, because you talking about that reminded me that there's a comment on one of your FYP videos, oh, yeah. which was sponsored by the National Parks and Subaru <laughs> and some other things. I think I was like, it feels like it was sponsored by Subaru or something. I'm like, well, that's because it was. <laughs> yes. yeah. I just thought that was funny. Yes. Anyways, um, I had something to add there, but now I'm totally lost. Oh, right. So, actually, one of the side video ideas <laughs> me and Andrew, and I guess we kind of, I don't know, food? the food, like, it's like a camping food side video. Because we tend to cook, try to, you know, cook a lot of interesting things in our videos, and of course, not all of them are very practical, but I think it'd be cool if we took some of our ideas and, like, maybe user-submitted ideas and created really nice videos about you know, preparing those foods at the campfire because I think a lot of people, especially people who are new to camping, just have zero idea about what they should bring for food and what they should do for food. And people think that when you go camping, you have to eat like you have to eat gray slop, yeah, ramen and you know, like freeze dried, you know, the ten dollar bags of dehydrated food. So yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> don't get Alpine Air. Yeah, don't get Alpine Air. <laughs> like, sorry, Alpine Air. If you're watching, like everybody thinks you suck. <laughs> Especially the veggie burritos. Well, the burritos. burritos. No, like all the comments, they were agreeing with us. Yeah, yeah, Alpine yeah. Air is terrible. It's terrible. So, but I want to put out. I want to put it out there. So, like, if you've got suggestions on, like, if you think you've got a good camping food, and you want us to like give it a shot, I'm, I'm totally down to do that because we we would like ideas on that. Because yeah. not everybody's not everybody's willing to carry like canned tomato sauce like Andrew. <laughs> and not that not that this is backpacking practical by any means, but I did just get a nice twelve inch cast iron skillet that I plan on taking uh, on some. Uh, did, didn't you have a twelve inch something like pan and Yellowstone? Oh, I, it was like a like a stainless steel yeah, okay. nonstick yeah, uh, yeah. something. But I no, I I got this cast iron skillet. Cast iron skillet. Did you season it and stuff already? It comes pre seasoned, but I got to re season it just in case oh. everything. But uh, I never had much luck with. Cast iron. Like I've tried to use it before, but I've always used it on a traditional stove, not like on an actual fire. I gotta try. I'm gonna try both. But uh, I'm just so excited for that. Have some big meals. That's gotta be pretty heavy. Oh, it's so heavy. Yeah, that's gotta feel like <laughs> that's a car camping. <laughs> man. That's barely. Car camping. <laughs> like I've always car. thought about reserving cast iron stuff to just canoe camping. <laughs> yeah, actually, that, that would be awesome. We, that. we did that. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, cast iron. Yeah, oh yeah. It was a small one too. Yeah. <laughs> you, well, all that footage was lost. Too, you know, right? No, we we got it with the one camera. Yeah, it's just yeah. no close up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. close up. So. Cool. That was a good episode. <laughs> take a quick pause. Yeah, we'll take. We're gonna take a quick break, and we will rejoin you in a few seconds. Yeah. Instagram, Thomas is doing a live feed so we can get questions. And we've got questions from the last episode. This one is from Nancy Al. She says, here's a silly one. Would you rather eat poop-flavored curry or curry-flavored poop? I would do poop-flavored curry because, one, depending on the type of poop, it might not be that bad. Okay? It might smell. Sometimes you, sometimes you poop and you're like, this smells like food. And if it was food, it wouldn't smell that bad. And second, you're still eating curry, whereas eating poop gives you diseases and bacteria. That's true. Yeah, so that's the, the killer for me, is I would do poop-flavored curry, because we know that curry is actually food. <laughs> <laughs> curry-flavored poop is still poop. Oh, when you have to eat it? I thought you would have, I thought your poop would just smell like curry. No, you'd eat it. Oh, God, yeah. No. Would you rather eat it, yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> for, for all of you, uh, if you have any questions, we're answering questions on our next podcast. So feel free to type them in and we'll okay. answer them. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I think the poop flavored curry, like, obviously we all vote curry. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> that's, a, that's a consensus right there. <laughs> okay, so Kanzi asks, how would you speak on backpacking in terms of a SHTF so bug out experience. That means the S word hits the fan. Oh, uh, yeah. So like a sort of bug out survival. I don't know. How would you speak on backpacking in terms <clears throat> of a bug out experience? What does that mean? I don't know yet. I'm not, I'm not experienced enough to speak on Yeah, well, like, I assume he's not talking about... Like, well, let's start off like, have we ever had that experience? No. Nobody's ever had that experience. Like, the closest would be blackouts or something, you know? Probably the most apocalyptic experience we've had, right? Blackouts. I, I guess I misunderstood the question because I was like, "You're camping, and then..." No, so I think that acronym, I think, and bugging out generally refers to like some sort of disaster happens, oh, and you you gotta like bring your bug out bag and yeah. like get out there and escape and like make sure you're away from danger. <laughs> Honestly, for me, it, whenever I had given a thought, it was just basically I would basically have everything that I bring on a backpacking trip. Because that's probably the most prepared I'll ever be. Is mm. If I just, in the, in the mindset of, like, what do I need to, like, water filter, water, food, and clothes, and things like that, that's the most I've thought about it, you know? Yeah. I know a lot of people, other people, who are into, like, prepping and making a bug-out bag, mm. who probably are, like, laughing at me, but... Nicole is into it, right? Yeah, she's technically, I think she's got a bug-out bag. Really curious what she would have to say, but... I've definitely thought about it, and like I thought it would be cool to have like a bag in my car and here that I could just like grab what I'm what I need. And I, agree. I also I especially like the idea. This isn't exactly like a survival thing, but I like the idea of being able to like travel in my car and also just sleep in it if I if I need to. I like you know I've never ridden a motorcycle, but I feel like if you have a bug out bag, you might as well have a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just like cut it between the cars and weave all around. Yeah, that's driving through the forest. <laughs> like on Independence Day when all like yeah. traffic, you can just go right through everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess, yeah, if, if like, some type of event happened that I would need to do that, which I can't really think of any event where I would need to do that. Like, mm -hmm. even if, like, a nuclear bomb got dropped, like, in a city, like, say it got dropped downtown, right? But yeah. the fallout, like, the explosion didn't reach here, but, like, I had to yeah. get out of here. Mm -hmm. Like, I would still have a car, and I would try to get to, like, another city. I don't mm -hmm. think I'd just head right to the wilderness. Yeah. But, I mean, just backpacking stuff, water filter, yeah, tent, sleeping bag, tent. I feel like there would be potential to refocus what you're carrying in the sense that, like, maybe, well, one, obviously more necessities versus, like, luxuries, but also, like, maybe you would bring certain tools so you could, like, sustain yourself out there yeah. rather than bringing the item itself. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, if you were really good at it, you could, like, bring it hatchet and a saw instead of a shelter to build a shelter. Or you could bring a shelter and a hatchet. Yeah. Well, I mean, just like for me personally, I don't have any experience with making that stuff, yeah. so if I were doing it, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't bring tools. No, no, yeah. just, just for, because now we have uh, 22, if you have any questions, we're answering questions on uh, our next Campfire Chronicles podcast, so please ask questions, because we haven't gotten any questions yet. <laughs> so, please, please. Boy says... Have any of you guys tried lucid dreaming or OBE techniques? Oh, what's, what's OBE? I don't know. I'll Google it while you guys answer. <laughs> lucid dreaming? I. Oh, outer body experience. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't think I've really tried anything, but I will say I've had a lucid dream before. I remember distinctly one of them was I was dreaming that I was in my room and I, I became aware that it was a dream. And I was like, I kind of want to wake up now. And I just thought to myself, like, I'm going to close my eyes really hard and, like, try to force myself awake. And I did, and I actually woke up. That's lucid dreaming? I think, I mean, I think that's sort of lucid. Like, lucid is when you're aware and when you yeah. can control yourself. Yeah, I think yourself. it's just being aware is the main thing. Oh. That's probably the most that I've ever had, too, been with being aware that I was dreaming and trying to wake myself up. This, I've never actually tried anything like that. This doesn't answer the question completely, but I do want to try... Um, Sensory deprivation chambers. Oh, yeah. uh, there's a few in Los Angeles, and before I move back, I want to hit one of those up and at least try it because I bring your GoPro. <laughs> so you just have a black screen and talk here. Like, yep, I feel pretty deprived. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be interesting. I've heard people. Oh, it'd you know, be interesting. Yeah. A lot of hikers on a lot of PCT hikers 
you know, do that for de-stressing after a hike or something. Yeah, it's just be very therapeutic. Mm -hmm. um, I have had lucid dreams before. I think I've had like three or four. And they were never purposely induced, but uh, during the dream is really weird because I could, I realized I was dreaming. And I was like, oh yeah, I gotta, well, I don't, maybe I shouldn't say this. Okay, well, I'll tell you about the, the PG one. <laughs> the one was like, I was like, oh dude, I'm lucid dreaming. So I walked into this room and I was aware that I was the one walking. And then I just went into the room and it was just like this old bed and this old mirror. And then I was like, okay, well, let me look to see who's in the bed. And then I woke up. See, I, I've heard that if you find yourself in a lucid dream, you can actually make yourself yell, increase lucidity. <laughs> like, I've heard that's one technique. <laughs> 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 increase lucidity. Oh, I, I, I can't wait till like, I'm camping with one of you guys. And then I just, like, Robbie and Thomas are in a tent, and then Robbie goes, increase lucidity! And Thomas it's wakes happened up. twice now yeah. on, our, on our trips. Robbie's Robbie yelling at me in the middle of the night. All right, so we got some more questions here. Okay, well, why don't we get through these real quick before we go to the Instagram ones? Okay, since those are built up. All right. Um, if you have, real quick, if you have any questions, ask them here. We're answering. Okay. <laughs> Would you rather listen to only music but never watch films, or watch only films and never listen to music? That's a tough oh, one. Man. Well, I gotta go with films. I gotta watch films. Well, the first one was music, no film. Yeah, so, just uh, vice versa. Um, music for me. Music I for me. Music. Yeah. Like I watch maybe two or three movies a year, yeah, and I make enough videos myself that I, I'm, I'm good on the See, videos. that's the thing is because I I like watching movies, and I actually, I love music, but I don't listen to it as much as most people. But then I realize that I use it in a utilitarian way, utilitarian way, in the sense that I listen to it when I like go jogging and stuff, and it really mm. helps with that. Yeah. Music. Okay, so, Muhammad Umar Mustafa asks three questions. Let's, uh, let's pick one of them. Uh, why don't you ask one of the Instagram questions while we're picking these? Right. Uh, let's see. Uh, have you ever been to Alaska? I used to live there and did an amazing three-day, 30-mile hike called Crow Pass. This comes from uh, Lanatendo. Lan I think so. Lanatendo. Lanatendo. Have you ever been to Alaska? No. I would like to be. Well, no, no we just yeah. technically have been to Alaska. But we, only to like the city. It was on a cruise with my with our parents and Long level. we didn't really do anything there except we went to one of the cities. And we saw like glaciers and hills yeah, and stuff. Yeah, we took like cool, um, we took Was it was that the one where we took a like a one of those big snowmobiles to the mobile stuff to the Glacier? No, that was in Banff, I think. Was that like a long oh, time yeah, ago. You're right, that was yeah. a long time Okay, so yeah, we barely did anything in Alaska mm -hmm. because I mean, long story short, it was like our first family's cruise, and we weren't, we were like, oh, should we pay extra money for these, you know, these, the extra things that you can do, and in the end, afterwards, we were like, yeah, you should, because <laughs> a lot of the stuff sounded interesting, like, one was, like, riding on a dog sled, and things like that, but, um, anyways, we would, I think we've all discussed it, we'd really like to go to Alaska, um, we're just not sure about the whole preparation and everything, we haven't really launched into it, but it's, it's definitely going to happen, mm -hmm. just not sure when. Got a good one for you, Robbie. Okay, well, before holding okay. on that one, okay. so we'll ask Muhammad's question. Would you rather lose all of your money and valuables or all of the pictures and videos you have ever taken? Well, for us especially, it's like... Yeah, that's like a no-brainer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll have... Thomas we'll like, yeah, it's a no-brainer. <laughs> money. <laughs> Thomas, Thomas will keep the money and valuables, and then he'll he'll fund our... <laughs> yeah. The question is, is like, if you lose all your pictures and videos, that would be bad, but you could also just say it's a fresh start. You can no, start remaking true. new pictures I've lost videos. a whole hard drive of pictures before, and you get over it. Yeah. And you forget that you ever had them. That's true, yeah. Like, you, with, like, when it comes to Adventure Archives videos, if I lost those completely, that would be devastating. Yeah. Like, that would, that would be way worse than losing yeah. all my money. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even want to think about that one. <laughs> no, like, well, I've got them backed up, so. <laughs> you want your question now? Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, what type of music? Well, let me, let me make sure this is. Com this comes from. You don't want to see my face. <laughs> this one's com This comes from Kamish three two one. Are there any post rock influences in your scores? Post rock influence. I don't know what that means. Just like post rock. <laughs> I guess music. It's about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, not so consciously. inadvertently. What yeah, type of music sure. influences your scores? Uh, so the biggest one is video game music. Okay. So we've got all the classic 16-bit composers like Nobuo Uematsu, Yasunori Mitsuda, and Yoko Shimomura. 
So I think like the Street Fighter soundtrack, Final Fantasy soundtracks, mm -hmm. Chrono Trigger, um, anything made for the Super Nintendo really, like, that's my biggest influence, I would say. No, I was just adjusting my glasses. No, what, what's your big <laughs> <laughs> Uh Yours is a lot of new age stuff, right? Yeah, so there's the video game music for sure, and then there's like a bunch of... But I like, would say video game music really influences your music. Well, some of it, some of it. But like, some of it is also like trip-hop, house music. I don't even know what you Tyco, call it. right? Yeah, oh, Tyco. Uh, Desmond and Cheese, I think, is something really cool to listen to. Just any sort of like mellow like, atmospheric sort of ambient stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Nujabis. Yeah, if you, actually, if you watch our videos, you can, after a while, you can distinctly figure out who oh, wrote what's very easy. I mean, mine's, like, obvious, but, um... It's a good thing I don't write music. <laughs> <laughs> my, my biggest influences uh, are um, people like Andy McKee, Andy McKee Don Ross. Um, I'm always finding new people on um, YouTube, like, there's a new, new one named, um, I think his name's Andy Gogol or something like that. But anybody who, like, I love acoustic guitar music, and I pretty much have acoustic guitar in every one of my songs. Uh, but actually, I wouldn't say he's an influence anymore, but someone who influenced me at the be very beginning was John Mayer, because I found his music, especially his guitar, like, writing. Early stuff. Yeah, it was very um, divergent from a lot of the typical pop music, where it was like, oh, Four power chords in a row. His his music was very unique, and I I listened to it and I love that kind of stuff. It's funny. I mean, I'm so bad at talking about music. Like I, I love listening to music, and it's really like it, I feel it and everything. But I just I feel like I find a lot of songs on YouTube that I like, but I don't follow the artists themselves. Oh. So I can't have a conversation with someone like, oh, who do you listen to? No, yeah, that, that's what happens all the yeah, time yeah. for me. Is whenever I'm having a conversation, and it comes down to, oh, what kinds of music do you like? I'm like, I just. Like whatever you know, buy from me. I think most people are like that too. Like especially if you listen to the radio. I mean, I guess people don't listen to radio as much anymore. But like with Spotify and uh, Pandora and all those things, you can specifically pick what you want to listen to. Mm -hmm. So I just hang out with all the hipsters. <laughs> <laughs> the music hipsters. I got another question. Uh, this comes from Penny Travel TV. Do you guys receive a lot of sponsorships, or are you guys picky in what brands you guys choose to endorse? Uh, I guess we currently yeah. don't take sponsorships. Yeah, we haven't. We've never yeah. been. We've never been paid to do anything. Yeah. Right? No, no. Yeah. Um, you know, we do get we do get requests a lot, mostly from uh, a lot of Chinese companies that I think are just kind of mass files. Yeah. Mass yeah. email out there. And we did one, and then we said we're never going to do this. So, I mean, we've done reviews that were sent to us for free. Yeah. Like we yeah. did the backpack for what. Sierra Trading Company. Sierra Trading Company. They sent us a free backpack in, with the intent of reviewing it. The sleeping bag review I'm going to be doing, that mm -hmm. was sent for free. The, that pen light that you had. Yeah, that's free. right. Uh, that's actually a good pen light. So, yeah, yeah, I guess the, the answer, though, is that we're picky. Yeah, we're so, like, very picky. Because we don't even really like making review videos that much. It's the biggest thing. Is, and, yeah. and we also let them know ahead of time we're just going to be honest. Like, we're yeah. not going to, yeah. And, you know, and then you, you sometimes get in this awkward situation where, like, well, you know, we sent you this, we need to approve this before you can send this out. Like, that's not how it works. Yeah, yeah. That's not how it works. And, you know, we're not... You gotta, really, that's yeah, not you gotta stand behind the product if you're gonna send it out That's only after we got one, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. After that, we decided we could do it yeah. again. And we also decided that, like, if we're gonna do re product reviews, then it'd have to be a lot more often, because I don't feel... I, I feel like none of us really think we're qualified to fully review something and be like, I think this would meet this meets our expectations, I think it would meet, you know, so-and-so's expectations, because a lot of people have a lot more experience with what kind of backpack they want, or whatever, you know. Well, no, it's also the nature of the stuff in that, like, people want different things in gear, like, yeah. one backpack that works really well for one person might not be what someone else wants. Exactly. Yeah. They'd have to know what our tastes are, and what yeah. we're looking yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, like, just in general doing reviews, like, I feel like a lot of reviews, that's the kind of thing, on Amazon and YouTube, you see all these reviews, these people have had these things for like a couple days, mm -hmm. and like that is influencing people's purchases so much. Yeah. But like that camera review video I did, we used those cameras for two years before I did a review. <laughs> I feel like that is a quality review. But you still got so much crap on that because you're like, oh, yeah, no, I mean, but yeah. I'm okay that's, with taking that crap. That's just yeah. trolls yeah. at this point. Yeah, but, okay. uh, I have some more questions. Uh, this comes from Will McKean. 
what's the longest backpacking trip you would ever want to go on? For instance, would a week-long trip in the wilderness be too much? No, I would love that. Actually, I'm planning to do one. I haven't actually... Okay, planning in the sense that I want to do it, and I probably will do it next year, but I'm... I'm uh, we haven't really seen but Pictured Rocks video. I really want to hike the entire Pictured Rocks Lakeshore Trail. That'd be cool. Which I would probably plan to take a week, but I might do more just to kind of be a bit more leisure. I mean, for me, I was all ready to do the PCT. Um, I have my actually, I actually still have my permit for the PCT this year, but I'm not going to do it because I'm doing it with you. Well, I'm, I'm working with you guys instead for six months. But I mean, I'm sure I'd love to do that at some point. But Robbie. Um, yeah, no, in the past I would have said no, because I was always really worried about food. I was like, how can you get enough food for, like, a really long trip? But just lately, just with experimenting with not having so much food while camping, you don't need yeah. as much as what I would have said. All right, next question. Sarah K. Snyder, can my dog and I join you on your next adventure? Someday. I mean, someday. It, it's always a possibility. Mm -hmm. Like, put us up on Facebook and... I like to remain non-committal, mostly just because like it's it can't because, do it. Like like we said, just planning a trip between the three of us and then trying to get Thomas in too, like it's really difficult. So whenever like trying to get an extra person in there, especially a guest where it's like we don't know their schedule, it we just makes it a lot tougher. We do want to do meetups and stuff. We do yeah. want to do meetups, and that's one of the things we want to do um, when we do this road trip back home. Is oh for anyone. Uh, we're doing a road trip back home, and uh, there will be an announcement video with much more details about that. Probably before this video Wait, comes out. Wait, road trip? But we'll explain it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> was this discussed when I was still um, asleep? Um, <laughs> and uh, we're looking for people's advice, you know, people's recommendations on places to go, things to do, and if anyone wants to meet up and it's not too far out of the way, we'd love to do that. Yeah, so just in general, we don't want to exclude one person. Yeah. No. Like, to be like, oh yeah, we'll take you on the Yeah, yeah, and exactly. Everybody like, well, I want to go too. Mm -hmm. So that's why we want to do like a meetup where yeah. we can just say, hey, we're going to go here, mm -hmm. we'll all hike together, if you want to come out. Yeah. And, and one big thing also we should add is that what you see in the videos, uh, I mean, there's that's, a reason yeah. we hike like two or three miles yeah. a day. <laughs> it's because we stop a lot and we film a lot and a lot of people who are new to it like um in Kumatori and even thomas yeah. oh god they get time. so frustrated yeah. with it so it's like we don't and we kind of don't want to break that illusion in some respects a good hike for me is about 15 miles in a day uphill and yeah. uphill most of the way or halfway both ways <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know when we did yosemite um, my friends actually um friends from high school we just redid that hike. It took us no time to get to the top of Yosemite Falls. Yeah. Oh, I bet. Yeah. yeah, and it took us no time. And I was like, oh my god, what did we do wrong before? It was because we were filming every. <laughs> yeah, day. you know, it's funny. Somebody recently said, I got a piece of advice for you guys. You guys should stop complaining so much. <laughs> and you know, actually, in retrospect, maybe that is good advice because for somebody who's just doing the trail, like if they go out and do it, they won't be complaining as much because they're not basically doing the trail. Do you complain a lot? Yeah. Uh, depends. Uh, Not on camera. Uh, on um, on the. I don't remember what the comment was. On the smokies you did. But that was that made it oh, fun. That was pretty miserable though. Yeah. Was that made it, yeah. It, first of all, it was actually legitimately miserable. Second yeah. of all, it's fun to watch sometimes people's misery. You know? Yeah. The Yosemite one, uh, I think, it wasn't as enjoyable because you guys were, you know, that was, you guys were chugging along because that was your first real <laughs> mountain hike like that. Um, Whitney. I think Whitney was a good struggle between the two because Whitney, we were talking about how easy it was, and then it wasn't so much like the difficulty. It was just you. We didn't even complain. You were just being. You were yeah. just sick. The only thing I can like, think of was Kumatori, and that was also a genuine like. Yeah, I, mean, we I, were I, I by the end of that. I did not enjoy. I mean, I enjoyed watching it. I would not have enjoyed being uh, there. Doing it. Yeah. 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 Uh, let's see. What was even the question? Oh uh, well, <laughs> it, was, it was about hiking with us. But it, bottom line is, we'd love to do meetups. Like the idea of a meetup, day hikes, maybe like even like one an overnight at a campground would be cool. But we just can't commit to yeah, yeah. saying yes to one person mm -hmm. and then having to like incorporate that into like uh, with other people. It's so it's not like we don't want to. No, it's, it's just, just it's difficult. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next question comes from Will McKean. 
Uh, what's the Mount Everest? When is the Mount Everest video coming? <laughs> never, never. <laughs> I just, I have zero desire to hike it, and also like they use dead bodies as trail markers, so it's like. Yeah. Well, I think I mean obviously it's a little tongue-in-cheek comment. No, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But just in general, um, I think we try to limit ourselves on the extremely strenuous trips because. Yeah. Well, also the filming process. <laughs> yeah, the whole filming process is is one thing, but. We always actually talk about like, oh, we're doing a canoeing episode next time because we want to relax. <laughs> no, like the Mount Whitney, you literally just walk to the top. Like, there's no pickaxes and like actual ropes and stuff. Depending involved. on the time of year, but yeah. right, yeah, right. But so we, I, I like doing mountain episodes now because they just make such good episodes. But I don't think we'll ever do anything that requires more than just walking. Yeah. You know? I think, and I think the filming process is yeah. the biggest hindrance. All right, I got two questions. One's a quick one. Uh, Abby, uh, Abby McGuman. <laughs> Abby McGuman. Is that the name? I think so. Why are you hiding the screen? <laughs> no, I, no, I'm, I'm, I'm doing it to stabilize. It. Sorry, Abby McGuman um, asks, "Hello, how are you today? How are you today? <laughs> we're good. Good. <laughs> okay. Like we're all pretty good. All right, that was a quick, easy one. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be longer than McGuman. <laughs> Here's a, here is a good one, again from Penny Travel TV. Uh, do you guys get into arguments as far as creativity and what you guys want to show in your videos? Uh, uh, debates, can I, not can arguments. I, can I yeah. answer first? <coughs> I, I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just want to say that in terms of creativity, I think Andrew and Robbie handle a lot on the editing <coughs> creative side. And they're, they're, when, when they get most of the editing out of the way, we sit down and we watch it and we like, clean it up, but honestly that's one of the big reasons why I've kind of not poked, ever poked my head into that whole editing thing, because I think two people at most is as much that's fair, yeah. opinions as you need. If, if you throw a third person in there, and like let's say for example you guys are editing videos, right, and then I sit down and start to edit the video, I think you guys would come back to it and be like, what is this? Like, yeah, no, no, yeah, this yeah, isn't good, yeah. this isn't good. We do that to each other too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I think, so I think just to minimize that yeah. kind of stuff, we keep the editing just them two, and now you guys can answer if how much if you guys argue. Like, not argue. Yeah, no, it's, it's I mean, never like three differences. Yeah. yeah, I would say some of the more arguments that we get into is the uh, the strategy of the channel and what direction do we want to yeah. take That's certain true. videos. What you know, what direction do we, when do we want to release a video? Um, a lot of times it's okay. Uh, more of the business aspect, I'd say. Do we want to include this product? Do we want to not include this product? Yeah. The creative side, like, I feel like we trust each other's sense of, you know, like, taste. So, like, if somebody feels really strongly about something, then you're just like, okay, well, I trust your opinion on this. Let's yeah. go with that. Even though I liked what I was doing better, maybe you're probably right about this because you feel that strongly about it. I'm, I'm very lucky where I'm probably the least creative of the four of us. And so it's just easy to go, oh, you have a better idea. It's got to be better. <laughs> you know, sometimes I'll throw in the hat and be like, hey, you know, maybe we should trim this and like make, make two or three different videos out of this one video. And that's where we get in. That's actually where we got into some of our biggest arguments. Oh, was, yeah, yeah. You know, we wanted to <laughs> break up certain videos and different. Oh, yeah. Different way parts. Yeah, yeah. Like the main our, episodes. Our, yeah. So our full episodes originally, we were thinking of breaking into smaller chunks. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't know what your opinion on that still my, is. My, my opinion is it would make us more money. Um, and you know, it might have gotten us more views and everything, but you guys made convinced me that it's part of the creative process yeah. that this is the final video. And it, you know, it took me like a season to get behind it, but I was like, yeah, no, it makes sense that you guys are making one full video. Yeah. Again, if we want to make more money, then well, just speaking from like just my own every YouTube, YouTube, every two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just speaking from my own personal YouTube usage, though, it's like whenever I am watching a YouTube video, like some videos. They throw in that like mid at thing, oh, oh, yeah. or some videos they do break it up like in smaller chunks, and it always pulls me out of the video or it disconnects me. <laughs> Even on like when I'm scrolling through Facebook and a video starts playing, and then they have like an ad in the middle of it, I'm like immediately scroll away. Yeah, like, yeah. You lost your chance. <laughs> Got one more question. All right, uh, this comes from this is the last one. This comes from Last in seventy seven. Uh, I don't think we can help you with regards to the location, but he asked, my wife and I are going to Havasu Falls, which I think Havasu is... Havasu Falls? Yeah. I really want to go there. Yeah, that, that's yeah. in uh, uh, Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon, yeah. Um, 
we've never been there, so we can't give advice. But the next question is, any advice for video and photos? So waterproof, or at least some sort of waterproofing. But if you were if you were to film an episode, kind of what we were doing earlier today, if you could give one piece of advice to someone making taking pictures or making a video of a trip like this, what would be your one piece of advice? I've got a thought, which is, do, like, compose your picture or video, compose your shot, in a way that is really different from what a human would see with his eye, because like. I feel like a lot of times when shots aren't impressive, it's like just a straight up shot mm -hmm. of something. Just a GoPro. With it's like eye level looking yeah. forward. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't necessarily mean like you have to dangle from a tree and like get okay. an upside down. Yeah. Thing. But like even if you're doing a shot Variety of like, is a spice. Yeah. Like yeah. like even a shot of just like even if it is a boring shot in theory, you can make it super precise and like lined up and mm -hmm. make it interesting that way. So. Probably. Uh, well, what we were talking about earlier today is make sure we can hear what you're saying and see what you're doing. Well, are they trying to make like a video? I don't know. Okay. Well, yeah, just, <laughs> if you're gonna be talking on camera, mm -hmm. make sure that you can actually hear what you're saying. So get up close to the camera so that yeah. you're able to be heard, right? Um, just make sure you take the time to make sure the shot is good. Don't just, like, for lack of a better term, don't half-ass it. Mm -hmm. Like, make sure your settings are right or whatever, you know, make sure that it's, it's lined up and, and it's in focus. <laughs> That's a big thing. <laughs> well, something I just thought of what you made me think of is uh, this sound counterintuitive, but don't take too many shots. Oh, yeah. Because if you take too many shots, like, they could all be really great, but when it comes to editing, you just have too much to work with, and it paralyzes you, and you're like, I don't know what to do. Yeah, it's a balance. Yeah. Oh, hopefully that's the answer he was looking for. <laughs> and my, and my, my last piece of advice would be, if you're watching the video and you're finding that you're bored watching your own video, then there's probably something wrong and other people are going to be bored watching that video. So make a video, become your biggest fan, and be also become your biggest critic. That's what Andrew said. Okay. Quick, last... Uh, are we on time? Oh, we're good. All right. Uh, some uh, speed round? Want to do some speed round? Yeah, we round. Lightning round? Okay. okay. Um, let's go with, uh, I'm going to ask Andrew on this one. What ramen restaurant would you recommend in Columbus? Uh, I recommend a pho restaurant. But, okay, ramen. Damn. Speed. Lightning. Uh, come on, come on, come on. Sansuki, I guess. What is it? Or Fukuyu. I've never actually been there. Just give the pho restaurant instead. Yeah, it's I don't even remember. It's on Lane. It's on Lane. It's called Pho Hut or something. Uh, okay. <laughs> I love pho, but I can't remember the restaurant. <laughs> Brian, this one's for you. Okay. Um, Jared Sutherland's going to Red River Gorge this Friday. What should he hike? What should he hike? Yeah, the Red River Gorge. Uh, I think the trail that we did was actually really fantastic. Go to Hanson's Point. Go to Hanson's yeah, Point. Yeah, definitely go to Hanson's Point. Point. It's it not marked on the map, though. So. Uh, let's see. Robbie. This comes from Abby McGoomin again. Um, he, she asks, uh, are you going to Japan anytime soon? Maybe. <laughs> I have nothing planned, but maybe. I want to go back to Japan. Just, I want to go to Japan. I've never been to Japan. Let's go to so. Japan. <laughs> let's go to Japan. We go to Japan. <laughs> let's see. Uh, let's see if, uh, okay, will you guys ever climb Mount Fuji? Yes, no. 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 Maybe. Nope. I like that one. Everybody told me Mount Fuji looks ugly when you actually <laughs> go there, so it's better to look from afar. Let's see, and Thomas, are you ever going to hike the JMT? This is from C... Sh oh my god, I can't pronounce this. Stritz. Uh, C. Stritz. Am I ever going to hike the JMT? Hopefully at some point, but probably not uh, this year. Uh, would I ever hike Denali? I would love to hike Denali, but That'd I would be great. don't have... Oh, I would love to hike not Around, the mountain. Yeah, yeah, Denali, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The park. Yeah, not, the, park. the park, yeah, yeah. not the mountain. Um, I'm not as good as... I think Denali is the no like, on that highest day. in terms of difference in height. Yeah, I believe it. Is that one where you have to do pickaxe? Yeah. And, so, okay. um, and for the group, last one for sure, from Alex Trauskinski. Trowski? Alex Trowski. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Trotsky from Animal Farm? I think so, yeah. No, Trotsky is the real figure. The real figure of <laughs> Snowball is based on animal farm. Um, will you guys ever come to Scotland? Uh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 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 those Scottish Highlands, right? Yeah, yeah. Alright, someone's going to take us and uh, welcome us and adopt us in Scotland. Uh, and then... Oh, you get Scottish egg. Curtis, uh, I love Scottish egg. Curtis Michael, uh, Michael May. Uh, would you, oh. Who would win in a fight, Mighty Mouse or Superman? Last one. 
<laughs> Who's Mighty Mouse? I don't know who Mighty Mouse is. Mighty Mouse is a cartoon. He's in that one? No. Oh. Uh, I think Superman. Superman. No matter what, yeah. Superman. If they're both like superheroes and one's way bigger, why wouldn't the bigger one win? Is Mighty Mouse small? Yeah, he's a mouse. That's what I figured, I just <laughs> He's one, one human size. He'd be mouse. harder to hit, though. Alright, well, okay. thank you so much, guys. We are done. Uh, watch the. Watch this. Uh, you want to you close the podcast up? <laughs> yeah, I think that's it, right? Any yeah, yeah. Thank thoughts? you for yeah. Thank you for watching this podcast. Uh, let us know your thoughts in the comments. Please share our videos. We're gonna make a video about. Remember, if you've got camping recipes that are practical and you want to share them and you want us to try to make a video on them, share those too. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you to everyone who is watching.